Hey, Russell fans, you're listening to the Wednesday Night War podcast, episode 32, His Ass Said Liam. What's up, Warheads? Welcome to the Wednesday Night War podcast episode. I just said it to Brett off air, and now I don't remember. 32. 32. Is it 32? It's 32, buddy. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Well, there's Shaq's number on the magic, right? I don't know. How Do would I know? know? No. How would I know that? Oh, the, you know Shaquille O'Neal's number on the magic? No. Uh, ask oh, uh, again. What kind of '90s basketball fan are you? Off topic already, but ask me a player's number on my favorite football team, the New York Giants. Hold on, I'll Eli save you the Man. trouble. I don't know. Oh, Eli's ten. That I know. Uh, yeah, there you go. Case in point. Uh, Saquon's 26. See? DeAndre, ba- DeAndre Baker's 27, but I only know that because he just tried to rob people of poker game. <laughs> He's going to be getting 27 to life. That's right? what's going to happen to him. Yeah, well, that's... Hey, hey, DJ. Hey, Brett. How are you, buddy? We're here to talk uh, wrestling. We uh, are. We're already off the fucking rails. The rails are gone. The, they never, they, the rails never came back from last week. No. Or the week before no. that. No, they we're punchy. I've lost count. Yeah. I've lost count. Right? We're punchy. It's the way the world works. But we're here to talk wrestling. NXT and AEW. AEW and NXT, I guess, to follow the actual order of the show. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of talk about this week. There's uh, the world's longest dark part due, which is actually uh, the world's longest dark, because it was longer than last week's. Um, so long. But... <laughs> Before we get into our uh, head-to-head, if you will, uh, there's some some news in the wrestling world that we're going to touch on here. Uh, So, Brett, take it away. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to preface this with, uh, I was telling DJ off-air that um, I was very down about the wrestling world this week, just because of... uh, a lot of shit that we'll mention here. Yeah. Uh, number one, Shad Gaspard passed away. Mm-hmm. I'm sure everybody has seen it. It's been all over national news. Um, you know, got. I, I think what was it? He got was it got caught in a current? I yep. think. Yeah, swimming it's... with swimming with his son. Uh, got caught in like a riptide, and yeah. uh, lifeguards went out to get him, and he directed them towards his son, his young son. Yep. Uh, and they saved him, and he got pulled out. So. Yeah, made big bummer, you know, yeah. seeing that. I mean, he hasn't been wrestling for a long time, but that doesn't matter. No. You know what I mean? Like, sure. it's just, it's it's a bummer. It's a real bummer. But damn, really makes you reevaluate well, some things. I'll he's say like, that much. He's one of those guys that like never, you know, they didn't have like a great run, but like everybody kind of knows them. Like you can say the name to to people, and they they get it. They they remember him for for whatever reason. So. Yeah, it's like nobody had a disparaging thing to say. Yeah. Everybody's just very, like, he was a great guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rock is posting pictures of him and Shad together, you know, yeah. like, he was just a great guy, so, you know, RIP to him. That's That was super sad when I saw that. I was pretty bummed about that. Um, another thing that uh, I was very bummed about, well, I'm bummed about the motorcycle going past my house right Ooh, now. I heard that. It might have, yeah, I was going to say might have caught up. Listen, the area I live in, it's a busy, busy area. It was just just the Harris brothers driving by your house. 
Oh, Heavy D and Big Ron, they're here to put me in the NWO 2000. Yeah, exactly. Um, so when we review the shows, I literally sit here with my phone mm-hmm. and I go and buy a certain reviewer's um, like match orders. I follow along. His name is Larry Zonka uh, from 411mania.com. Um, I believe it was Monday, or two, I think Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I went on Twitter and uh, sadly he passed away. Uh, I've been reading his reviews nowhere to lie since I was about like 12. I've been on 411 Mania. Yeah. I'm 30. So literally more than half my life I've been re- like reading his reviews. Uh, very sad. Dude went through a lot last year. Uh, had to have a, uh, one of his legs amputated. Mm. Um, you know, that guy, I- I'll say this. One word to describe that dude is workhorse. That dude, you name it, he reviewed it. Yeah. I mean, and the thing was, he was very smart with his reviews and witty. And um, I mean, I remember like, and and I, <laughs> I, I was like getting like sentimental today because I was like, man, I really miss like waking up at three a.m. watching New Japan, and sure. like I would fall along with him because he'd be up too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's up reviewing the shows live. He literally reviewed everything. Um, so very sad about that. Uh, there's a GoFundMe that was set up because he left behind two daughters and a wife. Yeah. Um, so I, I retweeted that. I'll probably retweet it again from from my personal page. But sure. um, you know, big bummer. You know, Kevin Owens told stories about Larry Zonka. Um, there was a good story with Keith Lee where, you know, he said he was a couple of years ago at WrestleMania weekend. He was getting a lot of accolades, and then somebody was like, "Hey, man, here's what Larry Zonka said about you." And he was like, "Oh shit!" Like Larry Zonka liked my stuff. You know? Yeah. You know, very, he was a very well-known reviewer. He wasn't like like some of the other guys where you know they're too shticky and gimmicky. Like, no, he would just give you his honest thoughts and opinions on everything. And um, you know, he honestly really kind of opened me up to some things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with especially with like New Japan. I mean, he would, you know, after Noah kind of fell off, he would still review their shows, cool. still review like all Japan stuff. So. Yeah. That dude just loved wrestling. Um, so very sad about that. That's that's um, great, man. That's that's not a world I ever really got into. You know, it, it, as from like I don't know six seven episodes ago, where I didn't know IW what IWC meant. Like I, maybe it was just the the era that I I sort of grew up in. You know, I'm I'm, old, I'm not that much older than you. I'm I'm five years older than you are. But like, you know, I I was VHS tape trader here and there. Um, but like as far as like reviews and message boards I, I i didn't really get involved with that for wrestling for comics i do i did uh and kind of missed comic book message boards because they were fun you get to talk about stuff you know whatever like everything but like uh wrestling never really got got me on that stuff i, I i'm sure i've read some i probably have even read some of his and uh i just you know wasn't ever a world i was uh familiar with but it is sad it's you know the from everything i've seen and what you told me we the wrestling world lost a good one, and uh, there's not a lot of guys out there reviewing wrestling that aren't in it for anything other than just the joy of wrestling. And it seems like that's what his whole deal was: was that he just loved wrestling. You know, in the yeah, there was no agenda in the you know, in, like in the Ryan Satins of the world. Sorry, uh, Lion Rattins of the world. Uh, it you know, it sucks that we lose somebody who's uh, actually a good, decent human being. 
Yeah, there was no agenda with the dude. He would always be honest with his thoughts, you know, like, and seriously, man, like when I say I've literally been reading his stuff over my half, half my life, like, yeah. so it was definitely a, a big blow and a big kind of shocker to me this week. And it is funny that you say that. it's like you're five years older and you're right in that range where it was like, you know, you still had the tape trading stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like maybe you were a little before like the Internet where like me, like. When I was coming up with it, like I had the internet early, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't, I never tape traded or anything like that because yeah. I could just go online and watch it, you know? And, yeah. and that's, I had the internet. I, I, how many times have I told you, like, man, I kind of like missed that I didn't, like, right. wasn't able to do the tape trading thing, you yeah, know? Yeah, that's, I had the internet as, you know, uh, as a maybe a preteen teenager kind of thing. So, like, I remember having it, you know, it sucked. Um, but I was also, you know, getting into like finding my identity as, you know, as a music lover and punk rock and all that sort of stuff. So that, that sort of took my time there. I'd, I'd watch wrestling on TV, but the internet would be, I just, I just never got into that angle on it. It's, it's a part of the community that I've never really been a, uh, a part of through my own fault. But, yeah, I hear that. Yeah, just you know, RP Larry. Yeah, uh, real, real bummer about that last thing i'll touch on not to be the complete bum out that i am right now but um if you watch dark side of the ring mm-hmm. i can't rave enough about it i can't recommend it enough the owen hart episode was this week um i'm not gonna go into it you know the story i highly suggest watching it um i said to you off air like i was really like man f- fuck wrestling this week you know because it was yeah. just just a sea of bad for me, but, um, go out of your way to watch it. Uh, I think it's, it's definitely worth watching. That's, yeah. that's for sure. I, uh, I, I didn't watch it. Um, I, I'm usually behind. I don't have vice. So I got to catch it. And, uh, while they're, they go up on YouTube pretty quickly, I, I have not taken the effort mostly because I know it's going to be a bummer and, uh, I, not, not ready for that quite yet, but I will probably watch it in the next couple of days. Um, cause I love Owen. Who doesn't, honestly? Yeah, seriously, man. Um, but uh, just real quick, I want to again. This is this is a tangent, but I want to see if you saw this. Uh, Landstorm told a story about a rib that Owen would do in the ring. Did you read that story today? I did not. Okay, no. so I'm going to tell you. Here's the rib. So uh, Bulldog and Lex were a tag team, right? Yes, yes, they were. Yeah, what was the Allied Powers? I yeah, think they were called the Allied Powers. So. The, the story told is real quick. He would, oh, they were wrestling Owen in tag match, and Owen would be wrestling Lex, and he would call uh, the pre- the gorilla press, and that Luger would pump. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Owen would go, and he'd, he'd call it, and he'd get up in it, and he would sandbag Lex. He would get let Lex get him <laughs> up, and then not let Lex press him. Like, Lex would have to, like, struggle to press him, but he'd have to press him because that's the move, right? So, and Lex was a strong guy, so we'd press him, and then, but he'd be gassed out, so he'd have to tag in Davy Boy, right? And Lex would be gassed from, from Owen sandbagging him, he'd tag in Davy, Davy would come in, Owen would call Gorilla Press again, and go up light as a feather, and let Bulldog press him like 10, 15 <laughs> times, just to make Lex look like a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. It's hilarious. <laughs> Dude, so, Owen was like Owen's honestly like one of my favorites. Yeah. Like, it, it, like I loved him in the ring, and right. um, I will say Jericho had a really good episode with Martha this week, where Jericho like kind of said to her like, 
hey, I don't know if you realize this, but like he influenced a whole generation, you know, yeah. like, and that's what he said. He's like, you know, look at like the guys that like, he kind of just missed out on. He's like, you know, like that came into WWE. It's like Malenko, Guerrero, Angle, uh, Benoit, Jericho. It's like, you know, he kind of could have had that career renaissance, you know? Right. And, uh, one, and it was cool. Cause Mar- like he asked Martha, Oh, what's your favorite like matches with, uh, with Je- with uh Owen and she said oh uh the ones with uh Hase over in Japan I was like oh, what wow. nice <laughs> so yeah uh dark side they'll definitely go out of your way and yeah. uh, watch that for sure it's been great it was the last episode of this season yeah um so they're I'm sure they're gonna do more it's been getting really good ratings and uh well this was the highest rated episode yeah. so far the, the only one I won't watch is the snooker one because <laughs> I just I don't need to watch an hour long documentary about a murder and how Vince McMahon covered it up. Uh, but I still do have to watch the Don Morocco one. Don Morocco? No, sorry, Dino Bravo. Yes, I was like, wait, uh, Don Morocco? What happened to Don? <laughs> Fantasy booking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it is great. So, uh, yeah, uh, sad sad week in wrestling, uh, both yeah. both new and reminder of the old. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, for, for sure. But... We're, I'm not gonna try to be too much of a bum out because nope, I don't want to be a bum out. Who wants to? I don't. I really don't want to turn this into breast depression. <laughs> no. Let, yeah, we don't want to do that. So, <laughs> if you got nothing else, let's let's. No, I think we're I think we're good here. Let's let current wrestling depress you, Brett. No, not. So oh, because it certainly did. Oh, all right. right. Uh, well, well so I'm not gonna go that far. The but. world's longest dark part due dark thirty four another nine matches. Uh, this bad boy went like an hour 27, uh, and, uh, it's, uh, it's something. So let's, let's get rock and rolling here, pal. Let's party. So the first match we had Danny Jordan versus Hikaru Shida. Mm-hmm. Um, Shida won. Yep. I don't know how much time it went because what I'm, the reviews I'm reading don't have the time. And now I'm like, uh, shit, Larry. Uh, um, <laughs> It, That's all right, but you know, we, we, we don't need to. We, it doesn't. We, it doesn't yeah. matter. I, I don't. All I noted noticed when I watched this was that it. I was like, oh my god, they're giving this a lot of time because last week, the dark was a little shorter, still nine matches, and a lot of them went really quick. And I was like, oh, they're giving this it, match it, a lot yeah. of time. That's cool. And then soon to realize they gave all these matches a lot of time. Um, they sure did. Um, but she like won. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, that's that's really it. Yeah, nobody kicks out of the Falcon Arrow. That's just what it is. No, she yeah. does the deal, and I like the deal. Uh, the next match, I can't wait to talk to you about oh, it. Oh, dude, I, this is going to be the next 20 minutes of this goddamn podcast, but go ahead. <laughs> Strap in, folks. QT Marshall uh-huh. going up against Clutch Adams. Uh-huh. I, I don't know who Clutch Adams is. Uh-huh. I don't know if he's ever been on, but... Uh, Patch Adams' brother. <laughs> QT Marshall gets the win. Uh-huh. Take it away, DJ. All right. So, uh, listen, I'm going to be. If, fuck QT Marshall, man. <laughs> listen, I try to be nice to this dude. I don't have, necessarily have a problem with him. I've said in the past, the dude tries real hard. You know, like, he, he not the bit, most talented wrestler in the world, but he gets out there and he tries. And you can kind of see how much he really loves wrestling, right? Uh, but that motherfucker comes out in rib tape and i'm like and i'm like you son of a bitch like you're gimmick thief that that's stealing a gimmick like that's that's not good your rib tape belongs to one man one man only 
That's you're right. And I'm not even going to tell you who it is because if you don't know, you should look it up. Just, just Google <laughs> wrestler rib tape. You'll figure it out. <laughs> so that, if that wasn't bad enough, the son of a bitch finish does with the diamond cutter. <laughs> he he even he does did. like the like the the neck breaker spin into the diamond cutter. And I'm like, yeah. what the shit is this guy doing? Like, clearly he's doing this on purpose. Like, the rib tape, all right, he's got an injury, or the ribs, your tape is ribs, whatever. That's one thing. I can accuse you of stealing a gimmick, but your ribs are injured, that's fine. But when that, when you finish with a diamond cutter, I know 100% that you're stealing shit. And then I look online, <laughs> and they did a whole video online with DDP saying QT was looking for a new finish. Did you see this thing? <laughs> no. Oh, you didn't see this? Oh, yeah. So no. They, so they worked dally into this so they did a whole video qt is having a hard time winning matches looking for a new finish something that's going to be effective something that'll help him in the rankings and ddp comes along i didn't watch the whole thing because honestly i was pissed off but uh but yeah so dallas page gives him the diamond cutter uh to (sighs) let to that he can now use as his finish uh so I mean, that's that, man. Uh, I love the Diamond Cutter. I love Dallas Page. I talk about all the time, like, what move is going to be the next Diamond Cutter? Because, seriously, like, Dallas Page's run with the Diamond Cutter is one of the best, like, examples of getting a move over. Yeah. Like, that move was over. That move's over huge. It's still, Dallas Page hasn't wrestled in uh, how long full time? Like, uh, 15 years? When was his last It's Me, It's Me, It's DDP and WWE for real? Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like early 2000s. Yeah, like, uh, that move is still super over. Even on commentary, somebody called it an ace crusher, and JR was like, we don't call it that here, pal. <laughs> uh, it's a diamond cutter. Yeah, we, yeah we, call, we call it a QT cutter. That's yeah, it's what the we QT call it. cutter, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, whatever, man. Listen, I love Dallas page. I like that. He wants to work and help some, get somebody over, uh, Dallas can do basically no wrong in my book. Talk to go back in time to the the mid nineties that W in his WCW run. Was it like 90, 95 to 98 ish was like the main spot of that. Dude, he was incredible. Like, Like, because I've been going back and watching like a lot of this thing stuff from the crow era and like, man, the next over guy was DDP. Yeah, like the the turn the NWO tearing the T-shirt, like all oh, that stuff. Amazing. So like ninety five, I'm eleven years old. Like, go ask twelve, thirteen year old me who your favorite wrestler of all time is. It's Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah, he, the, the dude was just over, and the move was over. He hit it from anywhere. I talk about it all the time. I'll talk about it later. But I, I was so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> and then AEW, and AEW does this stuff where like they do all these online exclusive things, and I'm like, that's cool. I un- again, I understand that's the market now. That a lot of people yeah. go online and look for extra content. People are watching Being the Elite and look at all that stuff. I'm not particularly one to go. I wonder. Are if they though? Well, uh, maybe I, if you can find it. I heard it's a fake show, but um, <laughs> I don't look for that necessarily. I follow all the accounts, but it's I don't need that supplemental material. I shouldn't need that supplemental. Ma- material maybe commentary can put that over and then show the video like commentary can be like oh he did the diamond cutter but it was given to him by diamond dallas page go to aew at aew wrestling and see the full story they didn't do any of that shit they just complained about them calling it an ace crusher um but 
it is what it is. Uh, listen, I mean, let's let's be real. As hard as QT Marshall tries, and as much as he's going to do with Diamond Cutter, it's not going to make him a champion. Um, and if he's not going to be champion, what the hell is he doing it for? Uh, I knew, I fucking knew it. So, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Uh, again, I don't hate, right. I don't hate QT at all. I was just like, without any sort of backstory, I was like, this motherfucker's stealing a lot from a guy that everybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> he certainly did. You're right about that, dude. Yeah. All right. So the next match, we have uh, Marco Stunt going up against Jason Cade. Yes. Uh, I feel like the Darks are like you mentioned before. You hear the names and you go, all right, you know who won. Uh, Marco got the win. Uh, Jason Cade. Yeah. I, Cade Kid's a little stiff ski. Yeah. Little bit. He definitely, My God. He definitely stiffed Marco. Uh, yeah. He hit him with a forearm or an elbow, whatever it was. Like, even when he threw it, it went, uh-oh. Right. And uh, Marco had a bloody nose because of it, so. Yeah, Marco, man, gets beat up a lot. It's like, hey, hey, bud, let's let's not do that to the contracted talent, brother. But right, um, yeah, I mean, the match itself was it was fine, you know. Yeah, yeah, it it's it just what it is. That's that's all. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if the dude tried to shoot on Marco at some point. What brought it on? But he definitely potatoed him. Yeah, he so. did. And it was it was kind of gross. Yeah, um, it was. So next match we have Musa and Stagger Lee Johnson. Mm-hmm. Going up against Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc. Yeah. So uh, Jimmy and Kip mm-hmm. get the win. Yep. Uh, what the hell happened to Sabian during like the end of this match? Like I couldn't tell if he was legit hurt or not. I I don't know. Um, I I know that he uh, botched a leapfrog. He did. Uh, he mid-match. did do that. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, he shows up later, so he must have been fine. Um, I don't know when these well, were recorded, but yeah, I, I don't know what order or anything. Yeah. But like, he got caught either with an like an elbow in the corner, yeah, and he just laid in the corner, like like on the apron the rest of the match, like not moving. Like, yeah. uh, even at one point, Johnson got the hot tag, and he came in and he tried to hit him with like a baseball slide drop kick, and Sabian just didn't move. Yeah, like so, I was like, oh man, like is he maybe is he, he gets, all right? Maybe he got his bell rung. Yeah, he might have. I was kind of like another one where I'm like, damn, like I know shit yeah. happens, but like, eesh. yeah, guys are like getting hurt on dark matches. Like, that's, yeah. So the one thing, down. this is sort of the part of dark that I want to bring this up was when it sort of hit me watching it and it holds true throughout the rest. And I, you know, like I'll spoil it out. Like I didn't mind this as a show. I thought some of these matches were good for, for what they were like, you know, they were fine wrestling matches for a dark show, nothing terrible at all, right? Well, nothing too terrible. The thing that bothers me, and it pinpointed me, and it extends to to a point across all of AEW, but these darks specifically, and I understand it's dark matches, I get that it's a free show on YouTube, there's no surprises in any of these. No. Even, uh, even into the main roster, you can kind of pick pretty easily who's winning. They don't. They haven't really got a handle on shocking finishes yet, or you know, at least not good ones. You know, like it was shocking that Riho became the first women's champion, but not in like a holy shit kind of way. Like that was like, oh really? Yeah. So like this match in particular, because why not have Lee and Musa win this one? Doesn't have to be clean. Doesn't have to. You know, doesn't have to 
you know, make Kip and Havoc look like a, a bunch of shit, have the these underdogs sneak a victory, sneak a quick roll up, do something like that. They don't do that on any of these. So when I'm watching them, I'm less interested as they go on because I'm like, all right, well, the main roster guy's gonna win. These young, these you know, nine other, ten other jobbers that are on this match aren't gonna, don't have a shot. So it's like, why? Where's the where's the tension to get me to keep watching these things? Other because like if I'm watching it for pure wrestling, I'm also not getting like pure wrestling here. I'm getting okay matches. You know, yeah. and I understand you don't want your main roster guys to lose, but it's not like Kip and Havoc are in a, a title title picture right now or contenders to get a title shot soon. They're building them up. I get it, but like it doesn't even have to be this match. But like flip some stuff a little. I think you could get away with that. But yeah, I get I get what you're saying, but like at the same time, I don't know. Like this is the B show. Yeah, you know what I mean, and, and like, thing. I, I get, it's a free show on YouTube. Of course, they're not yeah. doing anything super important. But like, if I'm watching an hour and a half dark, if you in the middle give me something to like shock me, I'll sit up and be more interested in the rest of them. You know, and this I'm just kind of like, okay, here's the next guys that are gonna win. Oh, all right, Kip and Havoc got this one. Doctor Luther's gonna win. Like, you know. Oh God. So. Oh, we didn't even talk about that yet. Um. All right, next match. Yeah. Captain Sean Dean. You got it right. All right, good. Proud of you, I buddy. Definitely, I questioned the shit out because I was like, I was, I was gonna say major. Yeah. Uh, going up against Ray Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, again, Ray Phoenix gets the win. I will say to your point before, I actually enjoyed this. This was I like this match. a lot. I thought this was a really good. This match. was a really good match. The captain's been pretty promising out of all these sort of matches, uh, and uh, they've been giving him a bunch of time. This is a good match, and Ray Ray Phoenix is a talented cat. He's he's so goddamn good. Like uh, I, yeah, you know he he is. It's just, so, he is. He's and a great even wrestler. sort of the opposite of what we'll talk about later. Uh, Captain like way overshot Ray at one point, and he still tried to catch him. He tried. There's <laughs> <laughs> someone did. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. I that's uh, seriously. I thought this was a good match. I this was this. If you yeah, gonna, I enjoyed it. This is a this is a re, a good match for Captain's real. A good point to like, hey, maybe I could come on your roster and you can use me and build me. You know, eventually, like this. I, this dude should be signed. Like, why not? He's had good, consistent, good matches on Dark. Not great, but good. Develop him. Yeah. Yeah, I could see them signing him for sure. Yeah, especially when he like he has this good of a match with uh, with yep. Ray Phoenix. Because say what you will about the dude, but Phoenix as a wrestler is fucking he's awesome. I and, love him. I, I, I do. I, do too. I think he's great. And he wasn't like Phoenix didn't like slow down for this guy or no, any of that not shit. At all. Like this was a Ray Phoenix match. He stayed in there. I, I thought it was good. Yeah, yeah could have, could have been that. on the main show. It really could have been. You're right. Um, Things that shouldn't be on any show. Next match, John Cruz going up against uh, Luther. Yeah. Luther won. Yeah. What a t- I, yep. when I I misspoke before when I said nothing terrible, nothing too terrible. This <laughs> is terrible. It's bad. Yeah, it just it sucks. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, the, the less said, the better. Yeah. Not only uh, is Luther terrible, uh, no practice isn't anywhere around. That's your girl. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next match uh, for the second week in a row. If you put them in front of me, I wouldn't be able to tell you who's who. Ryan Rembrandt and Mike Reed. Yep, going up against Private Party. Yeah, uh, this match also a mess. Yeah, not very good. But Private um, Party won. Uh, yeah, the end was like not good at all. <laughs> Private Party, and I've said this before. They're the they're you know riding that the 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 high of beating the Young Bucks. They try and do so much to get over. 
and miss on so much of it. Do the cool shit you know you can hit 98% of the time. They're not hitting things. They're doing all this stuff, and they're just—they're not hitting. They're not hitting on kicks. The kicks are going overheads, or they're too short, or flips are going, or moves are getting botched. Like they're just—they're trying too much. They're trying to fast track to get their heat back, and it's just not working. Yeah, like I know it's—it's it's supposed to be a dark match or whatever, but like these dudes aren't nowhere near like being able to carry anybody. No, you know, not at all. And like it's weird because it makes me think back to the Bucks match, and I'm like, huh, maybe it really was just the Bucks like that made yeah. them look good, like. And I don't say that about those dudes right? ever. Right. Um, next match, Sammy Guevara versus Alan Angles. Is or no Angels? Angels. Angels. Yeah. Kirk Angle. Um, yes. Sammy wins. Yeah. Um, the last thirty seconds of this match was sick. Yeah. Again, Sammy's great. Um, and then they like Alan Angels. Yeah, they do. I I wonder, like, part of it if it's if it's like they're kind of like playing to the internet because the internet yeah. was outraged over Omega giving them so right. much. It's just like, well, all right, well, fuck you. Then we're going to make this guy competitive in every match. Yeah. Next, you know? I mean, they've been, they've certainly been giving him the most, you know, he had Ray Phoenix last week, so he's done yeah. Omega, Ray Phoenix and Sammy. Like those are, uh, you know, conceivably three of their the top five guys in the company. If you really want to break down to it, uh, if you, if you're going to tell me Sammy Guevara isn't in your top five in AEW right now, I'm going to call you a liar. Um, yeah, he's awesome. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, they seem to like him too. And this again, Sammy, Sammy has a for newly new friend of the show, Sammy Guevara. Uh, yes. Friend of the show. That's right. <laughs> he, uh, you know, has a, he's got the, he's got a special specialness about him for sure. So, yeah, yeah. That like whenever he's on the screen, I'm like, yo, I need to yep. watch this match for sure. Um, so spoiler alert. Um, uh-huh. didn't know there was a ninth match. Okay. Uh, cause I fell asleep. Oh, and uh, I woke up to uh, I saw the finish of the Sammy match. Okay, and I I woke up about like 45 minutes later. Oh, and uh, it was. Sammy versus Cody from the first Dynamite uh, on my television. Okay. I went, huh? And I went, oh, whoops. And I just fell asleep. All right. Uh, so so I didn't catch this last match. All right. I'll talk. You even know who's in it? I see it now. Oh, okay. uh, so it's Darby and uh, Serpentico. Serpentico. Uh, Serpentico is John Cruz from the Dr. Luther match. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, that is his, his mask gimmick. Uh, it's pretty uh, well known cause I figured I found that out on the internet. So I hope I'm not, uh, br- you know, I'm, I'm not unmasking anyone. Oh here. brother. Shit. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was just a short feature for Darby. It wasn't anything but that, um, Darby got all his shit in, uh, and beat him. Uh, and Serpentico, man, whatever you want to be, there's only one, uh, master of snake style for me. Only one snake masked snake man, uh, in the professional wrestling world. Uh, and that my friend is Ophidian. That's true. So that was it. You didn't miss anything. It was just a little, a little showcase for Darby. All right. Good. Because yeah, I, (laughs) I just saw that and I'm like, Oh, whoops. There was another match. I just... Because, like, all right, so I watched Dark Side first. By the time that was over, by the time I turned on Dark, it was honestly, like, 11.30. Yeah. <laughs> so it was pretty late. Maybe it was, like, 11.15. I don't remember. But, yeah, it was it was late. So, all right, good for Darby. Good job, buddy. Um, All right, so let's move on to uh, Dynamite. Okay. 
Dynamite so, it is. spoiler alert. Okay. For, something's been happening with my DVR lately. Uh-oh. Where it's recording random shows that I don't have set to record. Okay. And then shows that are set to record, it's not recording them. Okay. Did you not watch so I no- Dynamite at all? No, no. Oh. I know I watched. I, I watched <laughs> it. So I noticed, like, I, I, I think it was the first break of NXT. I flipped over like to my recordings to see what's going on. And I was like, oh, man, why is it not recording Dynamite? Yeah. So I went and I looked and I'm like, well, the R is there on my DVD. Like, why is it not recording it? So Uh-oh. I had to, like, stop. I had to, like, unrecord what wasn't recorded. That sounded weird. Uh, and then re-record Dynamite as a series. So I missed, like, the first 11 minutes of this show. Okay. But I did go back and watch it, like, last night. I went and caught, like, oh, by nefarious means. Okay. So, um, so first match was, uh, was it, or no, what was the first match last night? Uh, first match <laughs> was Mo- Mo- Mox versus 10. Oh, it was Mox versus 10, but Jericho and the inner circle arrived first, right? Yes. Yeah. They like showed yes. up. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's true. Okay. Yeah. I'm here. I promise I'm here. Okay. All right. Good. So they showed up. Jericho told somebody to shut his ass. Yep. And that they were in the house. Um, there was a joindarkorder.com ad again. Mm-hmm. And that's where Brody came out with the title. Yes. Um, you know, just basically saying, you know, he has the belt. Possession is yeah. nine-tenths of the law still. So yeah, I'm your champion uh, now. Yeah. yeah, basically, you know, come Saturday, I must win. You know, mm-hmm. the the classics. Moxley makes his entrance from the parking lot. Yep. Uh, so first match, yes, John Moxley versus Ten. Yes. Uh, Moxley wins. Yeah, is this a glorified squash? No. Yeah, no surprise. Moxley yeah. just kind of beat the shit out of the dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. After afterwards, though, that's where the fun happened a little bit. Where uh, Moxley traps Ten's arm in the chairs and uh, grabs the mic and says. Uh, he doesn't know if there's an attempt for a takeover or something. Mm-hmm. He's not chasing around the dark order. Gave Brody 10 seconds. Um, Brody shows up on the screen saying basically box made it personal, um, you know, and that we all have sacrifices to make. So he's leaving. Right. Uh, so then Moxie proceeds to break 10's arm. Yep. Just add a little, little heat to the. Sure. Heat to the dish on for Saturday, I That's guess. Right. Heat to the, yes, heat to the dish. The the long standing wrestling terminology, heat to the dish. Listen, man, I don't. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm getting through this. I'll all we'll, right. we'll we'll be all right. I okay. promise. I, I, I believe you. <laughs> all right. So this is where my my DVR picked up. Okay. Marco Stunt versus MJF. Yep. And I know you're gonna say some things about this. Of course, because it, it, MJF did the thing I hate the most. Is MJF that, won. Yeah. Four years again, sir. Uh, so I, if you're a new listener, I, I've talked about this a few times. It's happened. Um, I hate it. It takes me right out of it. Uh, MJF didn't sell for Marco in the beginning. Eventually he did, which is fine. But, like, in the beginning, he's shrugging off kicks and punches, throwing them from getting him and allowing him to get any move. And, like... Again, Marco's a little guy. I get it. I get that they've been throwing him out there to get beat up. But MJF's not a big dude. You know, bigger than Marco. He's in great shape. You know. Yeah. But, like, one week Marco's getting thrown around by Lance Archer or Brody. Like, 
MJF isn't nearly the size of those guys, and he's in here no-selling for Marco. And I don't care how small Marco is. If a guy, it doesn't matter how small he is, if he gets a punch or a kick on you, it's still going to hurt. These, he's small, but we're still supposed to believe that he's a trained fighter in some way. He's a trained wrestler. He knows how to fight. These are, these are supposed to be fights. You're supposed to take me, you know, take me out of my disbelief and let me buy into that these matches are fights, right? So, all right, you, you know, you're not going to let him put you in a headlock because he's such a little guy. But the punches and kicks and stuff, you have to sell. Sell him for short, even. But you have to sell. Because Marco's only going to work as a wrestler is if he can wear you down to where he can start getting moves. Which kind of is what this match did. But if Marco wants to do the flip stuff or suplexes, whatever he wants to do, he's got to work hard to wear his opponent down. That's part of the story he has to tell every time. I'm a smaller guy, but I'm a faster guy. I can, I can beat this guy if I wear him down enough to then I can start doing stuff. When you start a match, and for the first three, four minutes, you're shrugging off anything and everything he does, it just ruins Marco as a wrestler, and why at any point then can he then get a move on you? You have to sell. You have to do those things, punches and kicks specifically. You know, drop kicks, stuff like that. If you don't want to let him suplex you in the first two minutes, that's fine. But you have to sell punches and kicks. You can't. You know, and Marco's fun, loves doing it. You know, he he knows his place. He's there. Marco's not winning match, winning high-profile matches yet. I think they can really turn him into a cool character, like a character arc, if you will. But like, I you know, he's not winning matches. But you gotta still treat him like he's a professional wrestler and belongs in the ring. Otherwise, he has no future anywhere, and that sucks because he is good and he's entertaining and he's put on some really fun matches both in AEW and in the Indies. I mean, the guy's there for a reason, right? Yeah. So it just it's just oh, one, it's one right. of my wrestling pet peeves. I complain about it every time because I just I think it's super important. I you know there, at no point you can look you can look like a dominating wrestler. You can look like you're outclassing someone, but you should never make your opponent look like a piece of shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Like like you said, it's not like Marco's in there against like a fucking Vader or yeah, something. You that. know, like so I'm I'm with you on that. Uh, Post match. They have the pull apart between Wardlow, MJF, Luchasaurus, all them them boys. Yeah. Uh, we get a recap of Cody causing mayhem and destruction on that fence last that's, week. That's the third or fourth edit of that thing they're trying to do to make it <laughs> to make it look like he hit that at full speed, but he did yes. not. Cody Rhodes too fast, too furious. Yeah. Uh, we have don't, a don't do not don't you down. dare put that out in the air. Now that's out in the world. It's out yeah. in the ether, and he's going to get cast. And like when they come back and decide them, they are they are going to make an eleventh one, which is great because it's the greatest movie franchise of all time. Uh, it also uh, it came to the conclusion. Uh, my wife guessed the show. Michelle and I, uh, the Fast and the Furious movies are just Point Break, but with cars over and over again. Think about I'll that. I'll take that. It's true. I'll... <laughs> I'm about that life. Well, uh, he can't be in the next one because Orange Cassidy's already going to be in it. That's so. true. But you put it out there that in the ether, so they're going to come looking for Cody. It, it, it might happen. Yeah. Um, we have a sit down with Jake Roberts and Arn Anderson, and I like when they announced this last week. I was like, "Oh yes, yeah." Put it in my veins. Uh, they did not disappoint. Um, my God, you could tell that these dudes come from a different era just by the way that they talk. Yeah. And the and I don't mean the raspiness, I mean they could just cut a goddamn promo. Both yeah. of these dudes. Yeah, absolutely. 
Like that's that's what they, they do. it was hilarious that like they had to pull apart at the end and <laughs> shove Shivani. Yeah, that made me real happy. Yep. Um, yeah, these two dudes. It's funny because it's like Cody can cut a promo. Mm-hmm. Um, Archer, I don't know except for screaming. Um, so Jake with him is smart, but it's like, damn, this really like it helped sell the match for sure. And I, now I want to see Jake Roberts versus Arn Anderson, which I didn't know never happened. Yeah, so that was that was the big shock for me in this one, is that they said they never worked to each other. I'm shocked. Yeah, I was very surprised, but I like I feel like that can't be true. Uh, yeah, I mean, I you know, I, uh, the internet exists. We can pull tape. You know what I'm I mean? Sure. But like, I, I don't know. I can't think of it. I can't think of it in a major program anyway. But it, it's really hard to believe that like somewhere along the line, like they didn't because they they were in companies at the same time. Had to have been right. It had to have been in like NWA. I don't know. Maybe they weren't. Yeah, I would be like, I mean, because they were both always heels. So yeah, that's true. Too. Maybe they, maybe they. I don't know. It just seems very shocking to me. Yeah. But I, I love the promo though. I, yeah. I thought it was great. It was great. We ain't getting that match. I, maybe they'll they'll probably. I, I would not be shocked if uh, Jake DDT's Cody. Oh, I don't know if Jake could take a take a back bump. <laughs> I, like so, like Arn's not bumping, but Arn will give someone the spine buster. He will. But I, I, so I'm trying to figure out a scenario because, like, I don't think Jake can take a spine buster. But maybe he no, can. No, I don't think so. Either. I don't know. I, maybe he can. I, oh, man. I, I hope we find out. But th- this they're, Saturday. They're going to do something on Saturday. They're definitely, they're going to. They better. They're going to. They have to. So. Oh, they better. Um, even if, we even come if back, Jake just teases it and he gets beat, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I, I need to see it. Yeah. Damn, I need to see it. Um, We come back from commercial and, uh, hey there, Pac. That's the first time we've seen him in months. That's right. Um, doing like a weird like split personality like promo. Well, maybe not split personality, but like different deranged sides of him. Yes. Um, damn, could that guy talk? Yeah, that dude, that full package, man. All full package, total package. That a guy? Uh, all around <laughs> the full. I'm sorry, the right wrong shows. The full package is Finn Balor. Uh, yeah. This guy is a complete package. Yes. Of a wrestler. Uh, happy to see him back, even though not in the ring yet, but that's fine. Uh, but Death Triangle, uh, because AEW loves their shape, their evil shapes. Um, yeah, uh, excited to see him. Can't wait for them to be yeah. back. Yeah. Because they had just started yeah. when everything sort of folded in. So. Yeah, I think it was literally like the, like the week or two before everything happened. So. Yeah. And we haven't seen I, Pentagon I hope... either. We're just seeing Ray Phoenix now, so. Yeah. Um, speaking of next match, we have Orange Cassie versus Ray Phoenix. Uh-huh. Uh, OC comes out, tells uh, Trent and uh, Chucky to hit the back. Stands there. Phoenix tries the uh, the ultimate blood sport kick, and yep. <laughs> OC just moves and casually walks to the ring because my God, he is the best. Listen, wise man once said, "Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you." Fool me a third time, I won't get fooled again. <laughs> Jesus. Um, <laughs> Orange Cassidy learns from he's his... He's the best. He, he's a smart man. Uh, he is the best. Uh, and uh, I predicted it last week. 
I said that uh, this was going to be match of the night, and we'll see if it is. I'm not going to give that away right now. Okay. But we'll see. But I'll tell you what, man. I love this match. Yeah. Uh, Phoenix uh, got the win. Yeah. But goddamn, this was great. Uh, two of the like, smoothest I mean it, guys. I, I mean it. It was great. It was great. Two of the smoothest guys in that ring. Two of the best on the roster. Uh, just going out like OC doing his thing, but like getting it more over, like just working more things with his hands in his pockets, uh, just killing it. Like both of these guys are incredible. Uh, the finish I could uh, wish, I wish it would have been a, a match match, not a, not a a weird finish with Kip coming out. I could do with that. I could deal without that, but I get it. You're building up to a big ladder match. Uh, uh, you know, uh, if anything, this is going to show that these two guys are going to be kind of the stars in that match. Um, that, and it still, it still kind of protects Orange Cassidy, too. It does, too. yes. Um, and, man, that springboard sunset bomb that Ugh. Ray Phoenix hit was insane. Uh, it Just a great match. Uh, you know, again, I ain't spoiling nothing, but what a match. So happy. <laughs> it was it, it just... Was... Yeah, you, it, yeah, it was incredible. Like honestly, it was it was great. If it, watching a match like this, and you are, are you, if you were on the fence about Orange Cassidy, and you weren't sure because of the the shtick, the the comedy side of it, that dude can wrestle. Uh, yeah, he's great. My guy at could it, go, <laughs> and he's showcasing that more and more, but still staying in his character. Uh, the stuff in the beginning where he's just evading all the kicks and everything is so in his character and like moving out of the corner. Like it just, oh, so it integrates so well. And then he does the wrestling part of it so well. And in there with a guy like Ray Phoenix, who again, we can praise up and down forever. Um, yeah. It, it's just great. It's, it, you know, if you're going to go, if you, if you didn't watch AEW dynamite and you want to go back and watch one match from this whole show, watch that one. Yeah, <laughs> spoiler alert, yeah. Uh, watch this damn match. Yeah. After the match, though, uh, Kip Sabian is sitting on his ladder. SCU comes and tips him off. Jimmy Havoc comes in and just starts beating the piss out of somebody. He was laying it in. I was like, good for yeah. you standing up for your friend. Sure. Um, they all wrestle to the outside. This is where shit gets a little, a little hectic. Uh, yep. Ray Phoenix goes to hit like a springboard. I don't know the technical term for the dive that he tried doing. Um. Nobody caught him. No. Not My a... man landed yeah. flat on his back. Yeah. Not a... They... I mean, did they try? I don't know. I guess they tried. I, I don't... I don't know. I, it just... Oh, man. He hit so hard. And uh, you could tell you're like, oh, he's hurt. Yeah. Um, Especially when... Out of goddamn nowhere, uh, Colt Cabana shows up and hits an Asai moonsault that looked gorgeous. Right. <laughs> like, when he hit it, I was like, oh, my God, Colt. That was crazy. And, like, when he hit it, they, like, the ref tried shoving Phoenix forward, like, almost under the ring so he wouldn't get hurt, like, touched or landed on. Right. While the whole brouhaha was happening. Um, they're still fighting on the outside, and uh, Orange Cassidy gets the assist on the dive from Chucky and Trent and nobody, and, catches uh, him. nobody catches them. Nobody, uh, you know, it like was, uh, D- Dustin's got to start running catch classes, I guess. 
at, at you know before the shows. Like I know he's already running promo classes, and somebody had to show QT Marshall how to do a diamond cutter. But um, yeah, I seriously worried for both of those guys. I mean, they took the bump as good as you can, uh, but like these, they're, they're both little guys, and there's bigger dudes out there. Just they, nobody got them. Just right to the floor. Yeah, and like I, I forgot to mention, like when. Phoenix landed and like three seconds later, you could actually hear one of the wrestlers in the crowd. I think it was Shug D was yeah. just like, are y'all serious, man? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, to be like, damn, you guys really didn't catch this guy? Like, right? shit. So, and, um, they, and just, and they are saying, I did look up today that Phoenix is hurt, but will be fine. They said he, you know, he's just, he's sore. He's in pain, but he'll be all right. Yeah. Cause ugh. yeah, that guy has taken some of the grossest bumps I've ever seen. Yeah. He's, he's, like, he's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. man. Yep. Like, he, there was the one, I think it was an ROH, like a ladder match, where he, like, landed head first on the ramp. I went, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and that's the thing. That's he's he's got, a, he's got a ladder match coming up with a bunch of guys that, he, you know, for the most part, he can wrestle circles around. They're good They're good wrestlers. I mean, the, the match yeah. is pretty stacked. But, like, he's going to be the showy guy in this. You know, like, he's he's one of the guys that's going to have to get up there and do all the crazy shit. So, you know, Cole Cabana's not doing, you know, I like Cole Cabana just fine, but he's not doing any, like, 640s off ladders or anything. 640 <laughs> move? I don't even know. Uh, yeah, it could be. Hey, sure, why not? But, like, you know what I mean? So, like, he's got to he's got to be there to, to pull off the flashy shit. So, just catch him. Just cradle yeah, him. Cradle please, him gently, please. Please, please catch the guys. Um, yeah. Next match, we have... Uh, Chris Statlander and Hikaru Shida mm-hmm. going up against Dr. Britt Baker and Nyla Rose. Yeah. Um, what to say? About well, yeah. So Britt and Nyla get the win. Yeah. Um, few things. Uh, it was, I don't know. It was super sloppy. So, you know, I... It was sloppy. <laughs> when Watching it, I didn't, like... I didn't watch it and go, man, they're they're really a mess tonight. Like, I was just like, okay, all right. And then I think about it, yeah, it was sloppy. They were all over the place. Um, it, it, very much a match, not... not Didn't really build anything. Try, you know, they're trying to build the both their, these... The, the both singles matches for the pay-per-view... This match didn't really, in my opinion, do much for any of that. If anything, it hurt that match because, um, well, so Britt gets hurt, right? We'll just Ugh. leave that out there. Uh, Sheeta and Statlander have Nyla up for, I guess, was like a, a Death Valley driver, I guess is what they were yeah, trying to go for. Uh-huh. Um, together and on to Britt, who's in the corner. Uh, Britt has like her feet flat and her knees up, and Nyla, when they toss her, Sort of, whether it be the fact that, you know, Statlander's probably a little stronger than Sheeta or whatever it is, Nyla slips a little to the side, still goes over, and lands on Britt's bent upward knee. Uh, and Britt immediately, like, grabs the knee, and then she gets pulled in for the pin, and I think it was Statlander that was pinning him, goes to hook the leg, and as she hooks the leg, Britt grabs her knee. Like, grabs at, the, grabs at her knee while she's getting pinned. So she's hurt. Um, you know, yeah. reports are saying she is. They said the match is still on. Uh, I'm sure they can figure out a way around it. You know, she's a heel, so she can, you know, they can they can gimmick their way, sort of promo and whatever out of it, and keep her with her heat. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's an accident. It sucks. Uh, you know, this match had a lot of sloppiness on it. The the dark had a lot of sloppiness on it. Um, so 
weird. So that sucks. But then my bigger thing about this match is that so Baker gets hurt. It basically becomes a two on one for the very end of the match because she can't do anything. So Nyla has to take on both of them, both Cheetah and Statlander. What's interesting to me is Nyla is wrestling Sheeta at the pay-per-view for the title. She's defending her title. And she gets a clean pin on Sheeta here. Doesn't make any sense yeah. to me. I don't know if, if something changed and that was, you know, like the the original finish was Brit pin Sheeta because they're not in the match together, so it doesn't really affect either one of them for their matches. But Nyla pinning Sheeta here clean... Uh, basically means that it, 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 Nyla wins the title, it retains the title at the pay-per-view, and none of this matters. <laughs> you know, so I don't know if it was an on-the-fly thing, and they did what they had to do because that was supposed to be the outcome, uh, and the, all of them are not exactly the most experienced to sort of change stuff up. There's no crowd to listen no, to to try and change not. something up. Um, so it's fine. It's just one of those things where, like, you know, I mean, if Sheeta wins at the pay-per-view, which I don't see happening because Nyla hasn't had a, a very good chance at this run because of everything that's happened, then that's cool. Then that's a shocker. But if Nyla wins, it just makes she look like double shit because she also just lost clean on a TV. So, well, and that's why I think they did the post-match of Sheeta like yeah. superplexing Nyla through a table. Where she hit her head on the back so, of the table. Oh, I know, yeah. dude. I, like, as soon as I saw it, I went, oh my god, like, it what looked, is going on tonight? It looked really cool, though. It was a really good superplex. Oh, it was great, but Jesus. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see what, what the future holds for us on Saturday. We yeah. may be talking about it later. Yes. Um, we go backstage, Moxie cuts a final promo. Basically just saying that, um, you know, Brody's in for a world of shit on Saturday. Yeah, right. Um, and then we have the Sean Spears Network. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, he's apparently has a news network now and uh, challenges Dustin to a match on Saturday, even though he knows Dustin won't be there. But he's going to make the company promote it just because he challenged him. Mm. Yeah. I didn't pay attention to this. I was like, oh, what's this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, so I didn't realize that. I saw that they put it on the card, and there's a graphic for it and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. So but so that's the gimmick is that Dustin's not going to be there, but he's, you know, because I, I know he was like, mm-hmm. Dustin retired. I'm like, no, he didn't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, sure did. All right, well. So there's that. <laughs> Less said the better uh main event time matt hardy going up against sammy guevara yes uh so this goes a long time yeah they gave they this gave thing like 20 minutes to go. yep uh but matt hardy does get the win the match itself actually was pretty good sammy again yeah i thought it was a lot of fun um matt Biting Sammy's toes was gross. Yep, super gross. Yeah, just very not cleanly right now. Not cleanly ever, really. What no, am I saying? No, don't be biting feet. No. Uh, Matt goes to get a chair. Uh, we go up on the big screen. Jericho and Hager. Uh, and I think uh, Santana Ortiz were there, too. Yeah. Apparently, they waterboarded Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. And just beat the shit out of him. Uh Jericho hits him with a baseball bat, and I laughed so hard at this part. 
they flash over to the stands and the Young Bucks are back. Yeah. And I said it with all the enthusiasm that Tony Schiavone did as well. Because <laughs> he just goes, oh, the Young Bucks. Yeah. Like, you know. So, like, yeah, me too, Tony. Yeah. Before all of the uh, the aftermatch shenanigans, um, I thought the Sammy Hardy match was good. Yeah, I did too. I liked it. I think, you know, Hardy is uh, Hardy at one time was very good. Oh, for sure. He is not that guy anymore. You know, he's he he's broken down. The knees aren't good. The back's not good. Like, you know, he's an older guy. He's, I think he had, a, he had like a super bad car accident. Not a Kip Sabian car accident, but a very serious car accident. And um, so he's, you know, while he's a little stiff, not the wrestler he once was. I thought this was really good. And I think it's because Sammy is just that good. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, Sammy carried Hardy. Like, he really, like... I. You know, and again, not that not that Matt Hardy's bad; he can still do some stuff. Um, but I really like this, and I, I think like I think Sammy was so good, and he sold so well for Matt Hardy that it made Matt Hardy look like he's not the Matt Hardy that we get every week. He made him look a little younger in that ring. Yeah, I I did enjoy the hell out of it for sure. Um, yeah, the post match, the brawls happening, the Bucks they fly out of the stands. Wearing their face mask, looking like a bunch of jabronis. Yeah. Um, inner circle evens the odds. They just get the advantage. And then all of a sudden, from all way in sudden. the distance, <laughs> you see this blur yeah. running towards the, the, the ruckus. Yes. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh shit, it's Hangman Page. It's Hangman. He just did like a hundred yard dash. <laughs> In cowboy In boots. cowboy boots, yep. And he absolutely leveled Hanger. Yeah. And then he levels Jericho. Uh, the Hangman is back and he's here for the save. Uh, he yelled at them to go on, get in yeah. the inner circle. Um, I'm happy to see the dude back. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I was wondering when he would be back. And... Uh... Yeah, it's cool to have them back together. Well, it was like, and they even still tease at the end where Hangman's still like, nah, I don't, I don't yeah. like any of you what guys. Do you want? He like, walked away, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know. And I thought that was kind of a cool shot of him just being like, yep, see, I still don't need you guys, but. Yeah, yeah like, I'll save your ass, but I don't, I don't want to hang out. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's good to, you know, he's, if anything, he's grown on me a bunch. Um, He definitely wasn't my favorite Bullet Club guy. Uh. You know, he would, you know, maybe, maybe when they were all in New Japan together, he would be like above Chase Owens for me back then. Yeah, honestly, uh, yeah. You know, and like a good day or bad bad day, uh, the, the Tongans too, like he might have been above them, but that's, that was really about it. Um, but he's really grown on me in this role and, you know, Kenny and Hardy teaming up is whatever. Um, but I'm, I'm glad to have Hangman back. He makes, he makes those guys that the, the elite, if you will. Um, more interesting with his presence. Yeah, he definitely does. I, oh. I, I definitely turn the corner on Hangman. Yeah. I, I do. I like him. I think he's. I love the character that he's playing right now. I. Right. <laughs> he's like weird. Is he like if he comes out on Saturday and he's hanging out in the upper deck wearing crow face paint? I'll be very happy with being drunk <laughs> off his ass. That's that's all I'll there say about that. So there you go. Um, 
So that was the end of Dynamite. Yes. Oh, well, so I don't know if you saw, but there are some injuries from the melee also. Oh, Jesus. Who got hurt there? The Bucks. Um, again, mostly because I... Oh, darn. I, bo- mostly because I, I can't tell them apart, and also because I read the article very quickly. One of them has either a broken rib or uh, like a separated rib or something or just a really deep bruise from the uh, from the cross bodies that they were giving um so that uh that's another thing that they're like oh people got to keep an eye on that so and how hangman didn't tear a quad running 100 yards in, a, in fucking <laughs> cowboy boots uh I'll never understand but it reminded me of that scene from that uh oh my god why can't I think of the name of it the first movie Jordan Peele directed the first get out yeah like like where it's like the the groundskeeper's running at them full speed and then he just turns all of a sudden oh, like right. when he's running from a distance I'm like yeah. oh, is he gonna turn and yeah. then it reminded me how good that fucking movie is right. that movie's great yeah, um, so dynamite's done let's yeah. talk NXT if you're if, if you're gonna force me <laughs> um so we start off with Karrion Cross versus Liam. I don't know who Liam is. Liam, they, they never said his name. His, his ass yeah. said Liam, so that's what I went with, too. His ass, his ass said Liam. His ass said Liam. Uh, if that's not the name of the show this week, I'll be very upset. Um, <laughs> they definitely cut down on the lip syncing with Scarlet, which made me real happy. But then they did the whole more lip syncing at the end thing, and I'm like, God yeah. damn it, it's so cringy Dude, to me. But, but like, I love cut, that they whole cut down entrance. on it a little bit. That, oh, it's great. That whole entrance <laughs> except for that like part. a star. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, like, it just... Hey, if you like it, great, but I still think that last part with the lipstick was corny as fuck. Yeah. Um, but Cross wins in, like, less than a minute, I think. Yeah. Uh, it's cut short, though, because Tommaso Ciampa comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he said he respects that Cross went after the top guy. He sees Cross as special. Uh, but, hey, come uh, take over in your house. They have a match. And he says, welcome to the main event. Yeah. So, Cross Champ is official. I'm about it. Yeah, of course. I think, I think, it's, a, I think it's a great matchup. Uh, I think Cross is a guy that, and I've we've we've said it before, like, he's a guy they could have easily put on the main roster right away. Agreed. Yep. He's that polished of a guy. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's not a bad first program to get. Uh, and, you know, I don't know if it's going to be main event. Probably, I guess, if they said that. Who knows? But it'll be a good match. They're going to murder each other. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Um, next match, we have a Cruiserweight title tournament match. Mm-hmm. Basically, the B-block final, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but again, you wouldn't know that because commentary doesn't tell you. No. Uh, uh, Tazawa... Whole... This whole company has been so bored with these with this Cruiserweight tournament since the second day after it started. That they don't, they just don't care. Oh, it's such a shame. Yeah. Uh, Tazawa going up against El Hio del Fantasma. Yeah. Um, Fantasma gets the win. Yes. Uh, which ends up they're both two and one. And on commentary, they're going, oh, well, they're now that leaves them tied. Well, well El Hio has the head to head, so he wins the block. Yes. Why don't you just explain that? It yes. takes two seconds, yeah. guys. Like, uh, yeah, so, explain it. So not a bad match. 
Um, it was okay. Yeah, some miscommunications, but it was okay. Uh, the thing that I got out of this match, and again, uh, this, I don't know how, how listeners uh, receive this sort of stuff. My wife, Michelle, hates professional wrestling, guest on the show occasionally. Um, she was in the room when she heard them talk, talk about El Hijo del Fantasma, and she was like, wait, what would, what? <laughs> the, she, she was like the son of Phantasma, and I was like, "Yeah, exactly, yeah. the yeah. son of Phantasma." Exactly. And I was like, yeah. "He has a brother. Do you want to guess what his name is?" And she said, <laughs> "El Hermano de El Hijo del Fantasma." And I said, "No, I wish, um, <laughs> but it's his El Fantasma Junior." Uh, and then I got to explain to my wife where she's forced to pay attention to me because we're married and we live in the same house. So she's forced to listen to me explain to her how sacred Lucha Libre is and how the, the mask and the name is handed down from father to son. And, you know, usually oh, Junior's the first great. one taken. And then if there's a second son, it gets the El Hijo. And I'm like, there's, you know, Dr. Wagner Jr. But then there's El Hijo Del Santo and there's Blue Demon Jr. And I just went on this whole thing. <laughs> and like the whole time she just humors me. Uh, but I can tell in her brain she's like shut the fuck up I don't know why I married you <laughs> <laughs> And uh, but it brings me great joy uh, because in, uh, again in high school uh, in my high school Spanish class uh, they we had to write a paper on some sort of part of Mexican culture and I picked Lucha Libre and the Mexican Luchador and basically just plagiarized everything uh, Mike Tanay ever said so, <laughs> super lucha libre action style. So, so it, it, if you if you get if you don't know about wrestling and you get me to talk about lucha libre, uh, again I'm not a scholar by any means, uh, but I can bullshit my way through it. Uh, it makes me very happy. So I'm with you on that, my man. Yeah. Um, we have a recap of the whole Thatcher Riddle issue, yes. I guess. Yeah, he challenges Riddle to a match uh, where he can only win by knockout or tap out. Yeah. Yeah, so there's sure. that. Um, sure. <laughs> we get a promo afterwards of Shotzi Blackheart. Um, basically how she loves tanks. Yep. And she's just like a tank. And she has a tank. and Because she doesn't it. give a shit. Yeah, because tanks don't um, give a shit. Yeah, yeah. so... <laughs> um, did, she, did she say... <laughs> I don't even remember what she said because I was very distracted during this. Um, <laughs> she she ran over a lot of cars. She did. Said that she was in a punk rock band. Yep. Um, and then called out everybody basically. Yeah. I was like, oh, all right. You know, I'll it, roll with it. I guess it it like it was an attempted at sort of capturing an older sort of WWE WWF like video yeah, package kind of which thing. I can appreciate. So I dug it, man. You know, they, they like her. It develops her character a little bit. Um, explains a little more why she rides a tiny little tank to the ring instead of just being a crazy person. <laughs> uh, so, you know, they clearly they like her. They they, they see something in her. I, I, I like her. I think she needs to develop more and gain more experience, but she's entertaining enough. She has a gimmick. She looks separate from the rest of the women on the roster. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm more than happy. G- give me more of these, even though this NXT did have like a million and a half promos, um, and all back to back, but give me more like this. This is what I want to see. Like if, if you've got somebody who's not the most confident on a live mic and you want to get them over, do these pre-tapes. Yeah, I agree. It, that with used you. to be a thing. 
again, we talk about it all the time. That Dusty Rhodes was plumbing toilets. Like, it used to be if DX used to do all these pre-tape shit. Like, do all that stuff. Let's do it. Yeah. Why not? You know what? Yeah. Let's just do it. Do it. Give me goofy ones. I don't care. Yeah. You know, I, one let's, of let's these... Let's go back to early 90s WWF vignettes. One of these would land, like, better for... Like, one of a bad one of these would land better for me than someone doing a bad promo on a live mic. You're right about that. I'm with you on that. So you have, um, you have less to lose. Plus, even if you cut a shitty promo, you're gonna run it. You're gonna run cars over with a tank. I don't give a shit what you said. Come on, sign me up. That, you, you know, not not that this was a shitty promo in any way. But if you're gonna give me a shitty promo in the ring and then walk to the back, I'm gonna be pissed. But if you give me a shitty promo in the ring and then you plunge Lyndon McMahon's toilet, we're good. I need to go watch those later. <laughs> um, so the next match the we have man, me and... I'm the pizza man. <laughs> Americana pizza, baby. Oh, I love Dusty. Right. Um, Sorry. Next match we have Mia Yim against yeah. Santana Garrett. Yes. Squashola. Mia wins. Sure. Um, All to get to the end of the, to the chicanery after the match. Oh, and the chicanery that I just don't give a shit about. Me either. Uh, the Garganos come out and they mock. Candace and or not Candace Mia and uh, Mia kicks Johnny in the face. Mm-hmm. Candace attacks. Johnny pulls down the rope. Uh, before they get to her, get to me on the outside. Keith Lee shows up. Yeah. Um. You know they go after the Garganos and they run. I have no interest in the in this uh, nope. the, the Gargano None. family. The one thing that I do like about it is you remember like the old like Looney Tunes with the like the big old bulldog and then it had the little yappy dog that would like bounce around yeah. like his hype man. Uh, Gargano is Candace's hype man in these. Yeah, he really he's kind of playing second fiddle, which yeah. I think is better. Like I think it's better too. Like she's she's playing like the badass. Like I'm sick of being the nice girl in this division. I'm gonna kick all your butts. And he's like, yeah, you will. And it's cheesy and stupid, and it's not executed very well. But I prefer it this way than if she was doing that for Gargano. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's all. But otherwise, I'm just I'm not interested. I'm I'm with you. Um, we get a recap of Damian Priest being mm-hmm. the attacker, mm-hmm. and we get a uh, a Cameron Grimes promo. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. It's Grime time. It's grime time, baby. baby. Uh, so listen. Uh, if you go back and listen to the show last week, uh, I, I said this is exactly what they should do with Cameron Grimes. Uh, I said that, you know, it was it, he didn't win clean. He wasn't going to beat Balor without interference, but he can come out and cut promos that he beat Finn Balor. <laughs> and Finn Balor was champion in everywhere he's ever been, and Cameron Grimes has a win over him, and that's exactly what he did. It's exactly what he should do. Get some over, get some heat. He's a heel, and it works. It certainly does. I do want to see more Cameron Grimes because yep. I am a fan. It's grime um, time, all the way. It is grime. It is grime time indeed. Uh, put it on a shirt. Put it on a hat. Put yep. it on. Oh my god! Pants. Put it on a hat. Put it, oh, a foam hat. Bring put back it, foam. Put it on a vest and give me a foam Cameron Grimes hat. Yeah. Good money, baby. Yep. Uh, Drake Mavericks interviewed. I still feel gross about the whole thing. Yeah. Um, he puts Kushida over and knows that he is no Bret Hart. But he's tired of second-guessing himself. He's going to go out for the win. So that still makes me feel sick. Yeah. Uh, 
The next match does not make me feel sick. The next match makes me feel joy and happiness. Okay, good. Because we have Dexter Loomis. Yep. Man going up against Roddy fucking Strong. Yeah. Uh, this goes like a 12 minutes. Roddy wins. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the shit out of it, dude. I uh, I thought it was really good. I before yeah. So before we get into this, I just wanna I wanna wanna say that uh, I've I've made some promises on this show from back in the beginning, and I haven't followed through. That's on the vest count. I haven't followed through on those promises. The vest count. I don't even want to bring it up, but vest count was a failure on my part, and I apologize. Just want to say that right now. But what I will not apologize for is the blink count. Ooh, how'd we do? So I watched this match the whole time fixated on Dexter Loomis's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if you're going to watch a wrestling match, that's the best way to do it. And I'll tell you what, they did a lot of cutaways. I caught one blink. <laughs> <laughs> one. <laughs> I was trying. He's a, he's a freak. <laughs> there was times where I'm like, this dude has to blink now, and they either he didn't or they cut away. And I don't, I don't know that they were trying to, but I caught one blink, and, I, and I'm not counting like a wince from a move or selling a move if he closes his eyes. That's fine. That's what you do. I'm talking. He's on the offensive, or he's just standing there staring somebody down. One blink. That was it. And it was in the very beginning, and that includes his entrance. <laughs> So I love Dexter Lumis. Uh, blink counts at one. Now we can talk about the match. Uh, I like Dexter Lumis too, and you, you, I don't know. You can find a better guy to put him in the ring against this no. early. No, lo- Roddy's amazing. Roddy's great. Um, I love that Dexter Lumis is impervious to chops because apparently getting chopped is one of his kinks. Yeah, he he totally rubbed his chest and his nipples when he goes getting chopped. Yeah. Which is great. Listen, we've said it before. We don't kink shame on this show. No, we're sex positive. You do whatever you want to do. And he's in the chops. That's the, he could be whenever he wants. Uh, yeah, there was there was also the uh, portion of the match where Roddy kind of had him in a chokehold. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Dexter seemed to enjoy it. Yes. Again, I don't kink shame, brother. We don't kink shame. What power to you? Not on this show, not in our lives. It's what it is. No. You are into what you're you into. Do. You, you do you, boo boo. You ain't hurting anybody else. I don't care. So, <laughs> unless that other person is in it again, whatever. We won't. We don't need to deep dive into that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I love that Loomis using the slingshot suplex. Yeah. Uh, a little off, but maybe I didn't have a clear memory of it in my head. But did Roddy use Darby Allen's new finish? <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't know. I'm not sure. It looked really close to the, what's Darby calling Last Supper. Yeah, the pinning combo. Yeah, it looked very close to that. So, I, I like though because it's it's your style though. The roll up. Yeah, I, I, you get automatic plus three stars when you do a roll up. I love yeah. roll up finishes. It's just the way it, they need to be in wrestling. You, you you your finish is great, but if you can get a surprise roll up, do it. Why not make wrestling interesting in that way? You know the match itself was great, but let's talk about the post match. Okay. <laughs> so rock. So Roddy's sitting on the outside of the ring on the apron, getting his hand raised. Yes. Dexter sl- <laughs> he slithers over to him. He does. Like the like the weird man that he is. It's like the and, creepiest uh, commando crawl ever. I don't understand it. I love it so much. 
And uh, he traps Roddy in the chokehold. He does. Which Morrow Mar- correctly didn't call it the Anaconda Vice. That's right. Um, he rolls to the floor, and he's just choking him and won't let go. Yes. And uh, to the point where Cole and Fish run out, and they are kicking him in the back and kicking him in the head, and he barely flinches. Yeah, he just doesn't move. Yeah, it's great. He's just in a, he's in a trance. Yep. Cole just says enough. He goes to hit a super kick. Velveteen Dream shows up out of nowhere and uh-huh. just like weirdly takes them out, but stumbles over himself when he's wearing an undisputed era shirt. Yeah. Um, Cole gets thrown over the guardrail. <sighs> Dream goes up top mm-hmm. to hit the elbow drop. And it's the worst camera cut shit ever. Yeah, they they fixed it in the replay though. <laughs> oh, did they really? They did, yeah. Because like it was yeah. Dream like floating over the top of the camera and landing on Cole, yeah. and I, I don't. It remember. was just like, oh, yeah. I don't remember if it was right after or if they showed like did a recap after a commercial or you know this happened earlier kind of thing. But they 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 do a quick cut and they show it and they you you get the you get the impact then. Uh, yeah, it was like, ugh. but I, uh, I did like Dream celebrating on the steps while Loomis is gently petting Roddy Strong's head in his lap. Yep. Give me Dexter Loomis to the end of time, please. Absolutely, hundred percent. That guy's that guy's wonderful. Um, yeah. we come back from commercial. Uh, Tazawa and Phantasma are in the parking lot, which you don't go wandering in that parking lot alone. Not not when you're As, a cruiserweight. Uh, no, certainly not, because the pieces of shit that are 205 and live, they show up and try to kidnap Tazawa. They do. And try to rip his Ultimo Dragon shirt, which how, made me real mad. How dare they? Son yeah. of a bitch. Yep. Um, it's clear. And, it's, uh, that, that could be a hint, though. Like, what if what if 205 and live secretly are, are one of, what if it's like Yuji Nagata, famous for his rivalry against Ultimo? Oh, it's not, it's, not, I, it's not I, Yuji Nagata. I thought you were going to say maybe, maybe Ultimo Dragon is behind it? No. Somebody trying to get oh, revenge against Ultimo Dragon. Ah, Super Kolo. Ooh. Um, <laughs> but again, if you noticed, yep, they ran off before Fantasma can get him. Conveniently trapped in his own car, mm-hmm. gets out, and they're already gone. If very it looks like a rat and it smells like a rat, <laughs> it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I I have my theories. That's two two oh five and live or sons of bitches. So we don't know. Those scumbags. Yep. Those uh, the next <laughs> the next match you have Danny Burch and Oni Lurkin going up against the bu- 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 boys in Ever Rise. Yep. Uh, and me saying that right there was longer than the match took because yeah. Danny Burch and Oni get the win. And God damn it. <laughs> So listen, uh, I don't, I don't mind them, you know. Uh, outside the ring, I don't, Orny Lurgan's whatever. But inside, I like to team him and Birch. Uh, but they, they don't, they don't ever show up enough. Like I like the way they work, but I don't, I don't think they're ever going to really go anywhere. I don't know. Me uh, it's, I, I like them. It's very weird. Um, but I more than like Ever Rise. Those guys are really good, and they, they yeah. haven't, they haven't yet elevated to that level of sort of like the, of the, of people seeing them and letting them win matches and stuff. But they got good gear. They I mean, they're they're bad. They're not, they are bad. And I mean that BA double D if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh and uh you know, they looked more like that and I did you see the USA Twitter? 
Uh, no. You didn't see it? No. Oh, the USA Network's Twitter uh, put out a tweet that said, uh, Ever Rise is looking bad, B-A-double-D. Oh, that's sick. And people were like, oh, my God, you win. And they were like, oh, thank you. Yeah, they, the USA Network <laughs> called them out as as the bad boys. You don't know. Good for I, them. Yeah. So. Well, um, you know what? Like, I do like, don't get me wrong, I like Birch and Larkin. I really do. Sure. Yeah, it just it bums me out. Because, like, Ever Rise, they were on Raw a couple weeks ago, and Mick Foley gave him some pretty good praise, actually. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, yeah, he's like, you can tell these guys are a tag team, and they're, like, they're good. You can just tell. Yeah. He's like, they were you know, it was a, not a long match, but you could tell, like, yep, these guys are good already. Right. You could tell, like, yeah. you could just, you see it. So, yeah, USA, I hope there's bigger things for them for sure. Me too. USA Network, at USA underscore Network, said, while Chase Park, while at Chase Parker WWE and at Matt Martell WWE didn't get the win, they were looking bad, all caps, B-A-double-D, in their matching outfits tonight. Oh, that's so sick. Yeah, it's got 52 good retweets, 285 likes. Yeah, good for them. Those guys are great. Uh, look them up. They're they're all there. Chikara is 3.0. Uh, the bad boys in is that inner species? Is that where they were? That is that what that was? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. ISW. So, the ISW. Um, they're just they're good wrestlers, man. And hopefully they get a they get a good shot. They've been featuring them a lot. So, and that's sort of the the pattern on on NXT. You show up, you do, you know, you do a couple jobs here and there, and when you start to get over, you get your wins and you start to move up. So. It did make me angry because I saw on Twitter last night somebody said, "Oh, looks like they've been watching their Young Bucks tapes with the gear." Oh, go fuck Pieces yourselves! Of Pieces Yikes. of shit! All right. So uh, I mean, there's I, after, there's, there's yeah. a very big difference between the gear that Ever Rise wore and the gear that the Young Bucks wear. Ever Rise's gear is isn't difference. shitty. It's not <laughs> shitty. They're not shitty. They're not shitty. Uh, we go backstage with Matt. Riddle having his response to Thatcher <laughs> saying, uh, You're no stallion, you know, he is not a stallion. He will fight him in somewhere he's familiar with, and that is a cage. Yeah, of course. Is it a cage match? Is it a cage fight? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, we Next also, match. right before that, though, we also got an EO Shirai hype video and a Keith Lee interview. So, like, uh, NXT stacked all this stuff in between. There'd be like three or four of these things in a row all night. It's very weird. That's how they did it last week with the five promos in a row. Yeah. Um, next match, uh, to, well, maybe this side A block. Who knows? They yeah. don't fucking tell you. Nope. Drake Maverick versus Kushida. Kushida's 3-0. and Or no, 2-0. and Maverick is 1-1. One and one. Yeah. So this goes like 12 minutes. Uh, Maverick gets the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, which sets up next week yeah. a three-way... Dance between Maverick, Kushida, and Jake Atlas, who's also two and one. Yes. Uh, to decide who wins A block, because why not squeeze a little bit more uh, juice out of the lemon, right? Yeah. Listen, so I can't fault them for what I was just complaining about about AEW. AEW has no surprise finishes. This is a surprise finish. I didn't see Drake winning. I thought Kushida was going to go undefeated, and he would have an undefeated guy against a guy who lost one fighting for the for the title. Um, so I, I thought this match was really good. Uh, probably one of the best from this tournament so far. Uh, you know, Kushida's great, and Drake is really working his ass off. They're really trying to... Uh... Yeah, the match itself was good. I yeah. agree. They're I just... Good. I. 
the whole situation just leaves such a yeah. Ugh, yeah, they're just they're trying to keep us on the line of well, will Drake get his job? I'm like, no, Drake's not getting his fucking job. He was released. Like, it's, don't tease it. He was released, and maybe they will. Uh, maybe they'll shut my mouth, and they will. But he was released. But he's working these days because if he didn't, they would say, well, we're not get, we're not paying you yeah. whatever uh, severance or whatever it is we pay you for for sitting at home. Yeah. So yeah. You know, but I mean, Kushida hitting amazing show ties, show tays. Oh, it was gross. <laughs> uh, just, I think he threw like two of them. Just doing great stuff. I really enjoyed, I enjoyed the shit out of this match. Uh, you know, I, the ending was eh, but I thought there was really great storytelling in it. You know, I thought like just the sort of Maverick's unwillingness to quit and, you know, all that, like his, Maverick having the, got, really got over the, this is my last chance kind of thing in this match. I think that's, that's really important. So I liked it. Yeah. The match itself was fine. I just, I, uh, I just, yeah, with the, I get angry. Sure. Um, and, uh, next week they announce riddle versus Thatcher in a cage fight. Yeah. So if this is not a lion's den match, match, Alice Shamrock, Owen Hart, uh, what the fuck are we doing here, boys? Right. Um, and then this is where, in my mind, the show ended. Okay. Because uh, uh, Damian Priest. Mm-hmm. We got a Ripley hype video, and then we get a Damian Priest promo. Yeah, great promo. Yeah, I don't I'm care. I'm going to beat I, Finn, because I, I will live forever. I, Get I, the fuck off my television, I please. I seriously don't care. I, I could nope. not give a shit. And, like, you know, whatever, you listen to this show, and you think we rag on wrestling too much, whatever. We're, you know, giving honest opinions and assessing everything in any way we can, uh, good or bad. I don't ever expect anyone's opinions to line up with ours. I, I love it that people who have varying or differing opinions from ours listen and like to listen to us. Uh, but Damien Priest, I don't get it. I, yeah, me neither. Again, and I put the challenge out for for emails. If he, you know, a few shows back, email me, tell me why he's good. Nobody, nobody come up with a good reason. He's the worst wrestler ever. I just, I don't get it. I don't see, I, I do not see an upside to this guy at all. Yeah, I, I just, he, it just, I don't know. Yeah. It's literally like makes me want to like turn the channel when he comes on. Cause yeah, I just don't give a shit about anything the guy does. Nope. Um, Main event time, Io Shirai against Rhea Ripley. This is Rhea's first match since Mania. Yep. Um, the match was going along just fine. Oh, well, first of all, they, to, they only gave it 10 uh, minutes. They were starting. They started this match with 10 minutes left in the show, which, one, isn't enough time for these two to wrestle because they're both very good, and this could be a killer match. And two, you know there's going to be bullshit right there because they're not going to let these guys wrestle, these ladies wrestle a full match. They're not going to have the main event between these two, like, really great wrestlers only go, like, six or eight minutes. So, you know, if there's ten minutes left, they're interrupting something. Yeah. Uh, and, and the interruption go. is named Charlotte Flair. <laughs> she <laughs> should be her new, her new uh, gimmick name. Charlotte uh, the Interruption Flair. Yeah. She comes out and awkwardly stumbles into Io Shirai and then... She gets mad because Shirai takes her out uh, and then gets in the ring and big boot. We get a DQ and then Charlotte also lays out Rhea and poses with the title to end the show. Yep. Great. 
Yeah. Remember how then, stoked we were about the women's division? Yeah, this, this, I mean, in some ways it was, but it still is, but really they've, they've been lacking and, you know, again, wrestling is weird. I, I, I hate having to say that every week, but wrestling is in a very weird place right now. Uh, but we're also very open about Charlotte in the past. She does nothing for either of us. I think I can speak for no. you on that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and then it, I, main roster is one thing. I liked her to a point. Um, but like, I, she was never my favorite out of that crop of women. She's actually my least favorite out of that crop of women, honestly. Um, and her here, uh, I have problems with her winning at Mania. I just, it just drags anything to a screeching halt, particularly when there's a matchup at the top of this show. And I praised what they did with her and EO, where you know she still beat EO, but. You know, it was she had to, she couldn't take her out, so she had to snap and and get DQ'd, like all that sort of stuff. I thought that made you look like a million bucks, and I, I was really praising that move. Like Charlotte keeps her heat, keeps the belt, stays the best, but EO's like, you never beat me, you didn't beat me clean, you had to cheat, you know. And like now we go to this, and I'm like, this main event's gonna be great. EO and Ripley, they're both these huge stars and great wrestlers, and the the top of this women's division, which at one point we felt was the best women's division in all of wrestling, or best division in all of wrestling. Women or women or men, they I, the NXT women's division was the strongest division in professional wrestling at one point, just three months ago. Um, and now I just don't care. And you give me a match with these two that I'm super hyped for. That's uh, under ten minutes with interference from someone who does nothing for me. And at the end of this, you walk out. I don't feel anybody's in a better place. I don't think they did anything for anybody here that makes me want to move on and watch anything. You didn't didn't make Rhea Ripley look any good. It's her first match from Mania. If she came in and had a great match against Io, and then Charlotte came out, you're like, oh, yeah, right, this is what Ripley can do. I remember. Like, she's really fun to watch. And EO got built up, and EO's a great wrestler, so that's a good win for her. It's a strong win over a strong opponent, someone who should have had that belt already. But instead, we get a nothing match, interrupted by Charlotte, just so Charlotte can look better than the rest of them. And Charlotte didn't even look that good. This leaves the three of them nowhere. And I'll, I'll preach it till the day I die. Any wrestling match at the end needs at least one person coming out of it better than they were going in. Should be everybody. You can you can come out of a ma- losing a match still looking good. This match has nobody looking good. Nobody got elevated. Nobody's in a better place than they were. Eos hurt back down to to uh, three weeks ago when we didn't see her because her her almost win against Charlotte and Charlotte having to cheat doesn't fucking matter now. Ripley's return match doesn't matter. We haven't seen her since Mania. Did nothing. So like what who who does this help? Charlotte doesn't need the help. She already has the belt. I just I don't see who this helps. It's it's a shitty way to end a wrestling show. Yeah, and before we started recording, like I said to you, I was like, oh, spoiler alert, <laughs> fuck Charlotte, because I don't care. It like, just it makes me it makes me not care. I, I, you know, and I don't either. Like I, I'm not even I don't even care for this finish. Like if this was what you wanted to do and had her come out and interrupt the match and and do whatever and do that whole thing, do that. But bump everything back. Give me 10 to 15 with Ripley and EO. Then have Charlotte come out. Because at least then I can enjoy a wrestling match between two people I really like seeing. Otherwise, this is just a vehicle for Charlotte to come out and show everyone why she's obnoxious and nobody cares. 
and why she's not elevating that belt. She's just there. She's not helping the. Yeah. She's not helping that show. I'll tell. I'll tell you in 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 about five ten minutes time. She ain't helping the ratings on NXT. <laughs> That's for damn sure. She's not. She's not, um, she's not helping the ratings. She's not elevating that belt in any way. You know, uh, Ripley, again, I will say it over and over again. Ripley beating Charlotte at Mania elevates NXT as a show, Ripley as a wrestler, and the NXT Championship as a true champion. Charlotte winning that belt at Mania does nothing but give Charlotte more airtime. That's it. The NXT belt is is below her, so it doesn't elevate her in any way. All it is is showing the world that we need her to be doing something, and right now the other belts are occupied temporarily. So we can't open up a belt for her now. We'll open up this lesser one. Her with that belt does nothing for anything. Doesn't help the brand, the company, any other wrestler, or that title do anything. And goddammit, does it piss me off. Yeah, it's, uh... It's just not good. I just you said everything that I like. Yeah. <laughs> I can't add to it, and it's just it, it's just it literally does zero for me. Um, so those are the shows. Yeah, I'll ask you because we still have to run something down here. Um, oh, shit, I'll ask we do. you. Right. Yes. Um. All right, match from each show. All right, match of the night. Show overall. All right, real quick. AEW, a shock to no one. I called it last week. Orange Cassidy versus Ray Phoenix. What a match. Do you have a match? Watch one match out of these four hours of wrestling from yesterday, from Wednesday night. Watch that one. It was great. NXT, I'm given, as much as I like talking about Dexter Loomis, I'm giving match event NXT to Kushida versus Drake. I like the storytelling. I like watching Kushida wrestle. I like the Drake refusing to quit because this is his last chance. As, mu- as shitty as it is the situations that he's that it's in, I think this was still a really good match. So good for Drake. To I know he has one more match, but good for him putting on a really good fucking match. And hopefully somebody backstage is like, maybe we made a mistake here. Uh, match of the night, though. Orange Cassidy versus Ray Phoenix. Again, it was great. Those guys are amazing. I love them. And I hope we get more of it. I think they're both going to look great in that ladder match. And show of the night, for me, AEW, almost hands down. How about you, pal? So I am going to go AEW, Phoenix versus OC. Mm-hmm. It just... It was fucking great. Yeah. Go watch it. Uh, NXT, I am going to go Loomis and mm-hmm. Strong. Um, I love Kushida. Yeah. I, I do. I just, I really enjoyed the shit out of this, and I love the post-match. It was. Minus that weird elbow at the end, but yeah. Loomis is just such a pervert, and it's hilarious it, to me. It, they were both very good. Um, I, I just, I like Kushida watching those guys wrestle, but it's 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 certainly <laughs> a great pick. It's it's 1A, 1B. You know what I mean? That's, that's Yeah, great. yeah. Yeah. Uh, match overall, Phoenix OC, mm-hmm. and then show, uh, AEW and it ain't close, pal. Yep. We're back on track. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't completely dislike NXT. I think NXT was still had some good stuff in it. You know, um, two good matches, I guess, uh, a little more than that. I liked a, a bunch of stuff on there, but it wasn't, it was not a really good wrestling show i thought aew less matches but meaningful stuff uh better show uh good promos stuff like that real quick through the ratings uh yeah uh aew up almost fifty thousand to seven hundred and one thousand viewers 
uh, NXT wah, 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 592,000. They Jeez. lost like 12,000 from last week. Uh, still not their lowest rating, but only uh, 2,000 away from their lowest viewership, uh, which they had hit on April 1st. Um, so, Man, that scares yeah, me. Yeah, they're they're trending they're trending pretty bad. I'm sorry, their lowest Raider viewership was on October 30th, where they had a 580, 580,000. Um, lowest the second lowest Raider of season two. But yeah, it's scary. That's not good. Um, but no, that's not good of, at all. Both of these shows should be up near near the the million mark. Um, and you know, it, the way these works, like the last bunch of weeks are, um, from April to now, we'll say, uh, 700,000 is pretty good. Uh, but man, that 592, that's rough. That is yeah. rough. Uh, yeah. but just again, to get through this, cause I know we have one more big section here. Uh, that puts us both since we agreed, we are both at 11 for AEW and eight for NXT for season two. Because if you remember, last week we we met, we finally evened out a little bit here. We did, yeah. And then overall, I am 14 for AEW and 17 for NXT. And you are 15 for AEW and 16 for NXT. So The gap is closing. We've disagreed on when, what weeks, what were better. But overall, we're still really close on, on who's been better uh, as a whole. So, and season two, season two two so far, AEW has been the dominant and season one NXT was dominant. So we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. My, how the tables have turned. Um, Tables have turned, but all right, pal, we got, uh, let's, let's talk about what's going down this Saturday night. Okay. Let's talk about live on $50 pay-per-view. I'm going to lose $50 is what's going to happen. (laughs) <laughs> might as well just set it on fire right uh what is this we thing? have a it, what what's it called double or nothing double or nothing okay double or nothing two are they putting numbers after it nope just okay. double or nothing all right so let's talk about the match rundown i don't know the order i'm just gonna go off of what we have on wikipedia and try my best that's fine um so we have the tournament final for the aew tnt title mm-hmm Cody versus Lance Archer. Who you got? All right, pal. I mean, again, uh, I am going to say that in the trend of uh, AEW not doing surprise matches, and uh, again, he could trick me with this, but like somebody said, that somebody got hit Cody up in an interview or like an AMA or something was like, why are you booking yourself? in the top of everything. And he was like, listen, the best wrestlers get the shot. And I happen to be the best wrestler. That's just fair. Oh boy. Yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm growing and performing better than anyone else on the roster. So that's just what it is. We're set up so that the best wrestlers get the spot. Uh, but that's bullshit. He's not the best wrestler, uh, but he is going to win this title because it's the Cody title because he needs to hold the belt and he can't hold the main title. So, um, I'm going to go Lance Archer. Not what I want. But what I think is going to happen, I listen. I would love it for it to be Archer, but I, I'm not, I'm not a man uh, willing to bet against Cody booking himself over everyone. So I'm going to go Archer just because I think there's there's more in the chase. Okay. And I don't think this is going to be the end of it. I agree, these two. I agree. There's more in the chase, but I don't think Cody gives a shit. Uh, but <laughs> I hope I hope you're right. 
but all right. So uh, next match, and again, these aren't in order. Yeah, uh, MJF right. versus Jungle Boy. Okay. MJF will win. Is there? Is there a, you're picking MJF. Is there a, a yeah. stipulation to this? Is it? Nope. Like a, nope. No? no stip. It's just a, that was the other thing about this pay per view. There's just matches that are just matches. They didn't build a lot of whatever. Uh, yeah, MJF's getting this one. It's his. It's his return run. Of course he is. Yeah. Of and course then, he and is. And then this, this will build. Like this match will spin out the Luchasaurus versus Wardlow feud. And yeah. Yeah. It'll go from there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, singles match for the AEW World Championship. Mm-hmm. We have the champ John Moxley going up against the challenger Brody Lee. Uh, listen, uh, I uh, it could not make me happier than to put a world title on Brody Lee. Uh, I love that man. Uh, but Mox's run isn't hasn't even begun yet, so Mox is retaining, and that's just what it is. Same. I I agree with everything you just said. I yeah, it, it's I love Brody, but it's you're Mox not, is gonna you're gonna be hard pressed to find a wrestler on televised professional wrestling who I like love and respect more than Brody Lee and love watching him wrestle. Uh, the gimmick, I, I'm still a little iffy on. I think it hasn't fully developed yet for me, necessarily. Me um, too. But in the ring, that dude is, is phenomenal. And I think this will be a great match. I think this will open eyes to him. Because a lot of people still probably think he's just this guy in WWE, where, but he was fucking handcuffed there. This is going to be a great match. But Mox ain't losing that title anytime soon. No, I don't think so either. Um, he, he might not have be in possession of the title at the end of it. But he's not losing this match. I yeah, I think there maybe there's some chicanery at the end. Yeah. But uh yeah, Mox Mox ain't losing. Um Casino ladder match for a future AEW world title shot. We have Darby versus Cabana versus OC versus Phoenix versus Scorpio Sky versus Sabian versus Kazarian versus oh Luchasaurus versus TBA. You said that all too fast. Hold on. Darby, Colt, OC, Phoenix, Sabian, Scorpio uh, Sky, Scorpio, Kazarian. Oh God, Kazarian's in it too. Yep, Luchasaurus, and Luchasaurus, and TBA. Okay, so, uh, who? Question the first. Me to you. Switching things up, turning the tables, pal. Ooh. Uh, ooh who's the TBA? Ooh. Brian Cage. Uh, okay. I'm gonna... I th- I I think. Okay. Interesting. Maybe. Okay. So. Who's your TBA? My TBA is Zack Ryder. Oh, no. I don't, I don't, I don't think he's allowed yet. <laughs> no? No, okay. I think they have a 90. I think they got the Ooh, 90 day. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Did they 90 day? All right. Because I was going to say, like, I see title in a ladder match. I'm changing that, though. Uh, even though even though they had announced the TBA before he was released, uh, Drew Gulak. Mm, that'd be interesting. It's not gonna happen, but what, what, we're not betting money on this. I can give whatever I could. I could say this is gonna be fucking oh, Terry Funk. Please, it doesn't matter. <laughs> please, please, please put him back with OC and Chucky e. T. Right? Uh, oh, he, God, it expired, it. so he doesn't have the non-compete. Even though they announced the TBA before that, well, maybe they'll pull something out. All right, but who's winning it there, pal? Uh, if the TBA is Brian Cage, I'm gonna go Brian Cage. Okay. Do you want to do you want to take a second guess, or are you just gonna stick with Brian Cage? Um, I'll stand by. I'll just go Brian Cage. All right, I'm going Darby because he needs a big win in this fucking company. 
So okay, e- even though him and Taz are weirdly butting heads. Yes. I don't care that that awkward thing. Yeah, so weird. Um, All right. Yeah, it's weird. Sorry, I'll let you have your uh, job back. I, I I stole your job there. Go ahead. No, that's that's fine. You could, you could turk my gerb. Uh, next match for the AEW Women's Title: mm-hmm. No DQ, No Countout. Nyla Rose versus Sheeta. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say Nyla because I don't think that run's done yet. Again, either. I don't think they're gonna be changing belts in a new company when there's out, when, without crowds. Um, but yeah, I just I think I, I'm I'm saying Nyla as well. Uh, her run isn't again hasn't really even started. So yeah, it's I think barely gone off the ground. I think she'll probably eventually lose it to Sheeta, but not not this weekend. No, and especially with the no DQ in there. Yeah, you know it, it's it's the safe place. Um, I don't know if this match is going to happen, but Britt Baker versus Statlander. Mm-hmm. Um, if it happens, uh, I it, I don't see it happening. But if this was normal circumstances, yeah. I'd say Britt. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm saying normal circumstances, Statlander. Okay. Because uh, you have the heel win the retain the title, let the face win this one. Okay. That's. I mean, that's solid logic. Yeah. Um, this I think is the pre-show match. Okay. Um, it is the tag team match to determine a number one contenders for the world tag team titles. Uh, you have Private Party mm-hmm. going up against the best friends. Oh God! It, listen, uh, if they don't do let the best friends win this, I'm gonna, be, to, I'm gonna right? be so mad. I I'm going best friends. Yeah, it's gotta be man. They've they've had such good matches, doing promos backstage, uh, all that kind of stuff. And Private Party has just been on dark, not looking great. So yeah, it's gotta be best friends. I mean, really, you think about it, like best friends, they really helped carry TV. While everything's been kind of screwed up. They certainly did, and they need to be rewarded for it. And what better um, way for the best friends to win the titles off of the team that finally has the fallout. And, see? And Hangman finally turns on Kenny. There you go. Look at you. You got the book. No. I mean, I have a notebook <laughs> that I'm writing this down in. Um, um Next match, I guess it'll happen. Dustin versus Sean Spears. Okay. Dustin better fucking win if it happens. Yeah, I mean, Spears, I think Spears' gimmick is just going to be guy who makes a big stink out of something and then loses. So, uh, let's I'm, hope so. I'm going Dustin, but, uh, you know, Dustin's Dustin's not a, not a afraid or opposed to putting guys over and, you know, trying to help people out because he's, he's a big name. But, uh, yeah, Dustin better win. Yeah, please, for the love of God, Dustin, when this happens. Yeah. Uh, and then, finally, the stadium stampede. Yeah. We have the Elite featuring Matt Hardy going up against the Inner Circle. Yeah. Oh, man, so this is hard because, you know, we're still waiting on, on the match beyond, right? And which is the same lineup, It's just, right? That's Yeah. So we're yeah. still we're still waiting on that. And so whoever wins this can't win that, right? Conceivably, I mean, you would think. Um, whenever that does happen, uh, and I mean, I think the stadium stampede is going to be fun. The, the rings in the middle of the football field. Uh, I'm sure there'll be sh- uh, tons of chicanery and nonsense going on. Oh man, um, this is hard. But I am going inner circle 
because I think when it's finally said and done, the match beyond will probably end up being the blow-off of this feud. And the faces have to win the blow-off. So Inner Circle wins this one. Okay. Um, I'm going to go the Elite. Okay. Just because they're back and... Mm-hmm. I, I feel like they're going to win... I don't. I don't oh, know. Shit. I don't know where it goes no. from here. I'm, but I'm not, what? I'm not going to change my pick. But Vanguard Two is definitely going to win this match. Oh, okay. Uh, for for the elite, they're they're open <laughs> air. They could fly Vanguard Two right over the stadium into it. Yeah, I mean that's. I'm not changing my pick, but you're going to see Vanguard Two. <laughs> well, I'm going to go with the elite. All so. Right. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens this Saturday. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Uh, yeah, yeah, fifty fucking bucks. I know, this. dude. I know. How dare they? It's ridiculous. Um, I I wish I again, not my place, but I, I wish I think if they dropped it to thirty, they'd get twice the sales. Oh, I agree. Um, you know, and just just do it that way, because again, fifty bucks, a ton of money. People can't sh- people can't do watch parties. Can't get together for pay per view party. And I don't know anybody who who likes watching wrestling by themselves better than watching it with a group of friends. I'm with you on that. Man. Uh, so uh, you know, it just it just it brings a different element. It makes bad matches more enjoyable. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I, that that's that's a hefty price. I get it, man. They got to make money. You know what I mean? Like they're hurting too. Uh, but it's just one of those things. I, I think if you if you drop the you don't have to drop it by half. You know, you drop it to thirty bucks. That's still more than half than half the price. And I think you'd get double the the buys. I know a lot of people will probably skip it just because that's a, that's a hefty price. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Well, and skip it and or watch it. Uh, through nefarious means. I mean, that's yeah. It's not hard to do. You know, it's no, not, it's super it's easy. Not, it's not my plan. <laughs> not in any that way. I would know. Not that I would yeah, know. It's not my plan in any way. Like honestly, I'm gonna pay the fifty bucks, but like, you know, mostly because I don't want to go through the hassle of like pop ups and bullshit that I hear allegedly happen when you do those sort of things, <laughs> allegedly. Um, but like, yeah, you know, I it just I think you're gonna push more people in that direction because you can't share the load. If we got if I got three people together, we can you know throw in. Yeah. 15, it's easy to 15, split. 15, 20 bucks, and that's it. And then you enjoy yourself, and you have a pizza. But now I'm going to sit home and maybe Zoom call. Yeah. Which, yeah, we might have to do that. You know, so. Uh, we shall see, pal. Yep, so that'll be uh, Saturday. So uh, I think uh, I think that's it for the week, my man. All right. Uh, that's it, man. This is a, a packed show. Uh, yeah, had we, to be. Uh, we got to it. We had fun doing it. Which is the important yeah. thing. Yes, of and, course. And uh, we'll be—I mean, we'll be back sooner. We'll be back this weekend. Yeah, yeah, um, we'll have the recap up we're for do, sure. Do the recap up this weekend. Uh, we'll, we'll figure out those logistics, but we'll let everybody know. Yeah. Um. And uh, what time does it start on Saturday? Do we know? Eight o'clock. Uh, o'clock? I would assume pre-show seven, main show eight. I right. imagine. Okay, and I know there's like a road two show on Friday, but I ain't watching that. No, I'll be watching Shutter. <laughs> Yeah, um, so I got nothing, pal. It was good talking to you. Yeah, but let's, nice, nice talking to you too, bud. Let's uh, let's move on down this road faster than uh, Hangman Page running the hundred yard dash. <laughs> I fucking hope so, man. Ay, ay, ay.
Do you want to uh, hit the uh, social medias? Oh, so I always forget. Good call. You like, do. I'm, I'm like waiting for you to, to end the show, and then you're like, oh, no, okay. there's, you have another responsibility. And it's good because we have new listeners, and they want to uh, they want to hit us up. Uh, See? So uh, hit us up on uh, on the social meds, uh, at Wednesday Warpod on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, I think you can pretty much search that and find us the same there. Uh, Wednesday Night Warpod at uh, Gmail. We'll get you our email. You can email us anything you, you feel uh, necessary that we need to know. Uh, I'm still willing to uh, to read off anybody's pitch on why, uh, what the hell is his name? Damien Priest is any good. So, Well, uh, you know the old saying about wishing and wishing with one hand. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but there, I'm still, I'm still open for that if, if that's something people want to do. But. Other than that, uh, Wednesday Night War Pod at pod or dot podbean.com. See, I don't even fucking know. What do I, I should write this shit down again. Uh, check us out there. <laughs> uh, Spotify, iTunes. Leave us some iTunes reviews. Uh, I like seeing those. We, we picked up a, a good amount of new listeners uh, recently. So if you guys like what we do, I hope you do. Go give us a give us a good review. Uh, I don't know if it matters. I'm going to say that it does. But if it doesn't matter for algorithm-wise, it matters for my heart. Uh, because I would like to read people saying nice things about us. That would be great. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, personal account. If you want to hit me up, it's uh, at the Duge, T-H-E-D-O-O-G-E. Uh, we can talk horror movies and comic books and more wrestling uh, and uh, all that fun stuff. Uh, oh, and I forgot Soon to Be Named Network, because, again, I, I just rambled at this point and don't have any sort of structure because I'm an asshole. Uh <laughs> At soon to be named network at STBN network soon to be named network dot com uh, our, our podcast home away from home full of our podcasting brethren like Profane Argument and uh, Puzzle Warriors three and a uh, Todd's with wrestling and Longbox Heroes and Longbox Heroes After Dark uh, give all those guys a good listen and a follow as well uh, for wrestling and comic book and other related. Uh, podcasting nonsense. If you listen, if you need someone to talk into your ears while you're at work, check out Soon to Be Named Network. Brett, how are you? That was that was that was a nice little touch there. Friend. Thanks, buddy. How about you? Where can they find you on the on your personal on the personal tip, if you will? Ugh. Well, before <laughs> that, if you uh, if you are a fan of the independent wrestling, oh, see, I thought you were going to do this after. All right, whatever. Go ahead. <laughs> check yeah. out our friends at Independent Wrestling. IWTV, that's IWTV.live, at Indie Wrestling on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Use promo code Mortis, you get five days free. They're continuing their May Madness right now. It's cool. Yesterday they just launched a uh, nice little pro, uh, like a promo code program for indie wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Um, good dudes at, indie, at independentwrestling.tv. So well, they, definitely check. They just <laughs> Go spread, ahead. They just spread to Japan. Yeah, Freedoms. Uh, so they which, have a Japanese oh, account. Yeah. They just got another Japanese company they announced today that I don't know, but it's there. Um, so, good stuff. I did not see that, but um, if you'd like to talk to me about uh, Dusty Rhodes draining three-pointers, did you <laughs> that see was, that, that clip? Like, oh, yeah, that was a good shot. Absolutely. My what, man. What couldn't that gentleman do? He's the best. Like, baby. I love it when he's running up the court and he's looking at Luger and he puts the three fingers in the air. I'm like, God damn it, Dusty, you're the best. Um, if, uh, 
I don't know if you want to talk to me about the Deftones because I love them. And yesterday I had a moment where I was like, damn, the self-title came out 17 years ago today. That's weird. Um, I don't know if you want to talk to me about Island uh, Iverson wow. or, um, I don't know, Blood Machines, which I'm probably going to watch that hopefully this weekend on Shutter. It's only, fi- it's only today. 50 minutes, so you'll be all right. Oh, thank God. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's short. It's it's uh, at Brett X Edge five seven zero on Twitter. Um, I did retweet that GoFundMe, uh, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show for Larry Zonka. So anything you can give, even if you can't give, uh, hit it with a retweet or something with a share. Yep. Uh, you know, help out his family that he did leave behind. So um, you know, definitely check that out for sure. Um, sorry if I'm a downer this week. I don't know. I don't it think you're a downer a, at all, pal. It's been a, a weird week. It's a, a downer news week, but we got through it, and we're uh, yeah, we're good. It's been a weird week. If you yeah. want to go see a picture of uh, my sister's new puppy that she got, that'll wow. cheer you up. Go you find go. it on my Twitter because that see? her name is Bella and she's adorable. Um, they are certainly the best thing in the world, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's all I got there, Budski. All right, pal. Well, uh, now that now that you've uh, reminded me to do my goddamn job on this show, <laughs> somebody somebody has <laughs> somebody's got to keep me in line. Uh, <laughs> again, it was fun talking to you. Uh, hope everybody enjoyed the show, and uh, we'll be back. Uh, I, I don't know Saturday, I guess. Right? We're probably that yeah, kind of I'd those, imagine so. Those kind of people that'll stay up and just record it right after. So uh, that's. That's what we do. Look out for the extra show. That'll be in the feed this weekend uh, at some point post pay-per-view. And uh, that's it. You get get an extra extra hour or two of us this week than you would normally. Yeah, and who doesn't want that in their life? Who doesn't want more of our two voices talking at you while you're trying to get work done? I was gonna say inside of you, but you wow. know that's yeah, that's a, it's a little creepy. So on that note, I'm gonna end the show. Okay, go ahead. Pro wrestling, let's go. Good job, buddy. Proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Networks. And then, God damn it, fuck Vince McMahon. Ugh. <laughs>